Hello, friends and folks, and welcome behind the scenes here at the Garnet Wager. I'm Six Step Mar from Scanline Media. I'm Alan Ibrahim from Chats in Scanline Media. Nick, just just once, just don't be a shit. I'm Nick. Well, how eerie would it be <laughs> okay. if he wasn't a shit? Hey guys, it's me. It's me, Nick, regular contributor to Scanline Media. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I would be worried. <laughs> Who the fuck is this? Yeah. I'm gonna like Nick's gonna play a soundboard at my fucking and, funeral. Uh, I would. I legitimately would. <laughs> Booty. You're dead. <laughs> That's true. You're That's dead. true. You're dead. <laughs> I would play the hotter hot segment. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill your dog. <laughs> well, uh, folks, it's we did it. We finished the genius. We finished season five of the Garnet Wager. We finished. Uh, the the narrative we were telling with the Bandage Man and the Garnet Cager mm-hmm. and the Ruby Raider. Mm-hmm. Well, the Ruby I don't know the Ruby Raider might be back. Well, That's that, not impossible. Sure, sure. One of the characters who didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> Greg will be back, of course. God, I no. I, I'll I'll insert some, I'll edit something in of just Greg being like, "Oh, I guess I'm dead now" or something, <laughs> so that doesn't happen. You can't kill Greg. He's on vacation. <laughs> An indefinite hiatus. Um, so we just wanted to take uh, take a little a little break here, uh, put out sort of a, a post mortem, um, because that sure was a weird thing that we did for the last season of this show. I mean, this show's always been a little unusual in ways, mm-hmm. um, but we kind of just decided to commit to this meta narrative, the surreal referential meta narrative and never really break kayfabe on the show mm-hmm. yeah I mean, um, we have to we have to talk about the history some we have to let alan know about some things they don't know about <laughs> true just true discuss you know our journey how we got here mm-hmm. i feel like i'm, I'm ready I mean, to be angry. Really probably Detox. six's fault mm. so mm. i mean it I, it absolutely is my fault i can't really argue with that i would say some parts of how far it went are yours I but mean, because you invited me onto the podcast for Crime Scene two seasons ago. And then and then when this season was starting and we were going to watch The Genius, I was mm-hmm. like, what if on The Garnet Wager, you played a character called The Garnet Cager, and you kind of took it from there? <laughs> the Garnet Cager. Yep. So what were our inspirations? Uh, what are our main like touch points for people? I actually would love to hear this from Nick. What... <laughs> what happened? Also, Alan, <laughs> stop fucking, how, stop how fucking we... eating on the show. I swear to God. Alan, Alan, keep eating on the show. What are you having? Is it that soggy cinnamon toast crunch? No, 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 no. It's Pizzelles. What know. is a Pizzelle? Six, explain a Pizzelle to Nicholas. I don't know what the fuck a Pizzelle is. Come on. It's an Italian dessert. Come on. Oh, really? They're really thin. So it's, these, like, waf- it's these waffle cookies. Yeah, they're okay, waffle sure. cookies. Oh, I wanted something like that would be really loud. Waffle? It's kind of like a stroop waffle, without the hmm. filling. Um, I wanted oh, something. I wanted something loud and annoying that only editor six would be able to hear. But it actually came up on the call by accident. Oops. I love it. I love it. Sounds good. I want some now. So, anyways, our character. <laughs> it began the first episode. Six is like, "Hey, you should play a character." I think you gave me the name Garnet Wager, Garnet Cager, because mm-hmm. it's great for the Garnet Wager, and. I think I came up on my own and did the uh, the Inspector Gadget song. 
Um, well, that was that was just was that the waiting. first one? I think that yeah, was the. Wasn't... I thought it was Goldfinger was the first one. Because we just watched. You're right. Goldfinger. You're right. You're right. Because we watched Goldfinger. Yeah, and I guess that's like. I took inspiration from some of the crazy Bond villains, I guess, and I, I decided that the Garnet Cage would be a wacky villain guy type. I thought mm-hmm. he'd be a villain. It, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, Cager is, not like, a, is not like a very nice <laughs> name. But, yeah, sure. <laughs> but he's the Garnet Cage. And originally, he was going to you know, be all about Garnets and the control of Garnets. But we have to mention one of the things that happened um, this season is that the whole rules thing really took a backseat. I think like <laughs> Alan changed a rule once. Maybe maybe you did, and that was it. Whoever spent the garnets to do anything besides like the cager making garnet decrees. Yeah, that was really not much of a focus. It's more fun. I tried to think of like the way we did it is more fun. Could have been done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think and, there's like, a degree of like part of there are elements of this show that we didn't do this season because it's like they were parts of the process because they were parts of the process. They weren't necessarily good for anyone involved, including listeners. So, And it's more difficult when it's three people. Like the games, we we usually didn't have the games at the beginning because it's harder to do games for three people, especially mm-hmm. when you don't have an external person. Though we did have that one time, but... Also, I yeah. mean, you know, occasionally they were they were good, but like when it's just me being like, "Here's the audio of us playing Lethal League," like that's it nothing. It was pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Garnet Witcher has been weird from the but, second we started because we opened by not explaining mm-hmm. what the show was about. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were but yeah we we did an in medias res like <laughs> game we did we started with a game. Yeah, we started with rock, paper, scissors, and only went up from there. And now, but it sets the mood. And now, uh, I agree. I, I still defend again. that choice. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then um, you go the garden waitress. Blah, blah, blah. Though the the bandage man voice. So I added together the previously on on you know one of her off weeks. I just went through the entire back catalog and tried to grab every segment of of note and every intro. Your bandage man really progressed from season one. He came into his own as a character and a voice. It's interesting because my like my technique for doing it uh, has been consistent the whole time. And if anyone is aspect, curious, right? I mean, I, I mean more on the audio editing end. If anyone ever mm-hmm. wants to mimic the voice, I mean, obviously there's a degree to which yeah, I'm you might have to have my voice. I don't know how well it'll turn out <laughs> for you, but um, I take an audio track, I duplicate it, and I pitch shift one down by five percent and the other by fifteen. It sounds really good. And that's it's magic. It does. Speaking of um, uh, audio, sorry, just to interrupt you since we're talking about like how voices were accomplished. Did people figure out that I was the Ruby Raider? Did you figure it out? Were you paying attention? <laughs> good, because the <laughs> were you playing Fantasy Genius? <laughs> good, because the yeah, you better have been. But the effect was not very. It, I did. I had like a hard rule for it early on, like pitch up by you know twenty five percent, and I kept forgetting it. And so every time I did it, I would change it. And sometimes it sounds way more robotic. I almost wanted to lean into it and, like, suggest that she was part robot. But it really mm. boils down to I wanted to play a character that would have been in the anime of the Garnet Wager, being voiced by uh, Grey Griffin. Um, great, awesome voice actress, uh, Azula from Avatar, was specifically the touch point. And also, I hate gender. Mm. And I was like, what if I just played a lady? That'd be kind of fun. 
<laughs> that's, that's my inspiration. Yeah, we quickly realized after the first few episodes, I think six especially, was like, yeah, Alan has to have a character now. There's too much bullshit. We can't just dunk on Alan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I'm glad the Raider joined the uh, the fray. Well, what's funny is the Raider was initially me being like, hey, you guys have all this bullshit going on in the storyline. Like, <laughs> can I do anything? Can I talk about the thing I like? Some yeah. Music. Right. And you were like, uh, yeah. And then Six and I, I think, workshopped ideas for that segment. And then it turned into the original iteration of the Raider. And then I was like, all right, I'm already bored of this because not all of the music pulls on the show are good. What if we tied it into this lore? <laughs> what if you went to Mars? I mean, nothing ever happened. That there. one was, I mean, I have to. That was me. Yeah. And that, and that was kind of why the, the, plot went as wild as it did is because what happened right before that i don't i mean we we were just sort of like like bickering back and forth as the bandage man and the the garnet cager with with no real no real consequence really um and then nick was like hey they just landed you know (laughs) uh, they landed a thing on mars and i'm excited about that so i'm going to expand the scope of this to be an (laughs) intergalactic story and it's like okay i guess i like a lot of the escalation is one or the other of us does something and the other feels obligated to match it which is classic me and you yeah but i i was like listening to the perseverance jpl like command or whatever at one point because like i work in space i like pay attention to space right and Mm -hmm. i heard i was like you know what (laughs) i have an idea and that really uh that really was the the last straw that broke the train off the tracks yeah wait there was a train barely (laughs) yeah we were kind of just we were kind of just cruising and then it was like well i guess i have to have a drone army now um (laughs) (laughs) that was so good because i'm like okay you're on mars i'm gonna leave and i told six so I took the recording studio to Mars, me and the Raider, yeah. and I intend to leave the bandage man there. And that's, it's just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah, when I listened to that episode and our friend Kat was Opportunity, a pre- which is a previous Mars rover, which was such a good pull to, to like go oh, along. Oh, I didn't new even Mars know that. Rover. Yeah, it's one of the ones that's just like there. Huh. I was like, oh my God. Oppie. Oppie. Also, Cat like should be a voice actor. That's why I was like, oh, y- y'all right. should get Cat in like a character, a recurring character. Only my friends can call me Oppie. Yeah, I'm so sick. Um, <laughs> it's it's exactly what happens when you have two creative folks who are also really like competitive and stubborn, and so like their characters, <laughs> their characters butt heads with each other in interesting ways. That's what I think. That's where the cager. Uh, banished man stuff came from it's like neither of these characters need to be like fleshed out complicated people but like both of you are like no i'm not gonna let my character lose no fuck that i'm escalating i'm not just gonna mess with the rules yeah and we escalate and escalate and here we are and it was finally episode 11 where we had to uh we had to come together but you know the raider eventually became part of the lore yeah you know if we had known where we were going we we definitely would have had the the raider as more like part of the lore and interactive more probably and, mm-hmm. and have the episodes come out mm-hmm. even slower, you know, but I think that's just why it took so long. <laughs> Nick, there's three months between the second to last episode and the last episode. Three months. Wait, really? It's I late thought, June. Really? It's late June, early September, oh bud. Oh my God. We took the summer off. Remember, <laughs> remember when six was like, Hey, are we going to record our old bullshit this week after we just recorded the other episode? I'm like, buddy, 
No. I don't I don't think so. And then we pushed and pushed it. That's yeah. just you cooking. Yeah, that's just you cooking. Yeah. It's not even that it much. It took a while. We had to write a like ten page script, record with seven people. Was it a total of seven including people? Including Greg. Uh let's see, Greg. Well me, you, six, Greg, Kat, um Jeffist Ambition, Jen. I mean no seven. we're we're Curier. not <laughs> Yeah. Curie wasn't in Curie wasn't in the wasn't, um, that part. Yeah, no. Um like you know, we're gonna give credit to everyone for, for all the roles they did, of course. Mm-hmm. So like Alan was of course Alan and also uh the Ruby Raider and the Ruby Rager by by yes. you know doing yeah. some, some voice work. Um Nick was, you know, Nick and the Garnet Cager and the Amethyst Ambition. Um I was Which we'll talk about later. I was six and the bandage man and uh Nick with his mouth gagged. Booty. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we had Jen as Dealer Unk, also the Unctimate Despair. We had our friend Kyrie as Agent Page. Uh, we, as mentioned, we had uh, Cat as uh, Opportunity, and uh, Greg as we had, Greg. We, we had, had uh, our friend go, Lee. Go ahead. As, there you uh, go. <laughs> yeah. As Robbie. As Robbie. If, if only Lee wasn't busy, we would have had Robbie for sure. Yeah. And, but we have other team. plans for Robbie. We'll mm-hmm. talk about our other plans in a bit. I would have loved to do more with with Robbie, the uh, the <laughs> the like He's, call receiver of voice at the actor. United Nations. <laughs> yeah, this is Robbie. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was um, there was Robbie and all that. Well, technically, if you're going through the whole season, you also like every single one of our friends at one point went Garnet, Garnet. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, true. that's right. I got Ryan in there, Harry in there. I'm sure I'm forgetting other people. Yeah. I, I was going to do more with Garnets, right? Because it was the Garnet Cager. <laughs> yeah. So the commissioner, I, I once tried to get the commissioner back oh, right. into what the, yeah, I was going to do. Yeah, uh, Alan was the commissioner as well. Yeah. Yes. Forgot but that. there was just, there was just so much. <laughs> yeah, episode 10, I, that's that's when the Garnet Dome was erected, right? Yeah, I mean, I think, it's, I think it is on mars that things began to like it's the, that things yeah. got like sort of wildly out of control in a way but also we realized where we had to go and things mm-hmm. started to sort of like like come to a conclusion like we were but until that point we were just kind of doing shit with no real end in sight just a punk on each other yeah yeah um there is so there are some some fun behind the scenes details that alan doesn't know that i would really love to share with alan. well before before we tell alan let's we for the the finale because it'll it'll be related hmm. for the finale you cannot possibly get all the references because as six and i mostly <laughs> were just making the script just more and more references came out six is like wait what if we do the entire battle of wits from princess bride with greg for the token of immunity and we had to figure out what you know the bandage man's powers six knew who the bandage man was the whole time yeah, I've um, known I've known since the beginning of the year uh, that yeah. the Bandage Man was a bugster, and I've tried to find subtle ways to to foreshadow it. <laughs> and we had foreshadowing like uh, the Cager, maybe episode eight or nine, asking about Greg, asking six about Greg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you know about Greg? Uh, November Rain had November Rain. I said the Cager said Jin Ho. Yeah. And we didn't use that was nothing originally. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was like wait, that was a lucky coincidence. Send me the like, lyrics to your songs. 
yeah, and uh, got got uh, Street Fighter characters saying "crush" and Jennifer Page's "crush." Really subtle one, uh, which is are, a callback. People are talking over that one, which is good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's and just... it's a callback to when the Bandage Man says, "Oh, I don't particular." No, Six said, "I don't particularly need a cover of Jennifer Page's crush." Oh fuck! To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really Again, ridiculous. You can't possibly know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was listening to the finale this week in preparation for this podcast, obviously. And I was like, okay, I think I get like 90% of this. But then I was thinking about how to plug it to people. And I was like, I can't recommend this to anyone. I mean, like, I can recommend the yep. season to people. And but you really oh, you can't just listen to the finale. That does that's nothing. It, but that's but that's really cool that we made a podcast that that ha- like has a backstory that doesn't make sense if you jump to the end. Like I've never done a podcast that was like that. Yeah, I've had like inside jokes here and there, but to like the interwoven narratives and all the crap going on <laughs> was legitimately really cool. Even if it was mostly like improvised. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. Nick, if this was For actually sure. written ahead of time, it would have been v- gone very differently. But a lot of it was like, uh, guys, we need lore. Like, I wonder if this is how certain writers' rooms work, where they're like, all right, we need stories. Someone just throw something at the wall, please. And that's and then we just recorded, and that became the show. It has it's been It's like really you insightful. said on the finale, Alan. It, you can tell that it's not a scripted show, just like The Genius, if you thought it was <laughs> oh scripted. Oh, my God. <laughs> nope. It's 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 it has been really insightful. I think as to like I feel like it's been insightful as to how like TV writing happens to me, where like there is stuff that it does sound like we planned ahead of time that was just happy coincidences, right? Like mm-hmm. like the like the uh, you don't want to ally with Hong Jin Ho, happy coincidence. Like uh, one of the <laughs> one of the really big ones is when we Nick and I were writing up the script for the finale. We were like, wait, we need to introduce a new villain. There's like another Garnet Cager. And Nick, and Nick was like, you know, Garnet's the birthstone of January. Why don't we do the birthstone for February? And it's like, <laughs> that's extremely not intentional. <laughs> and then spending like also, a week going is... like, we need some. Does anybody have a February birthday? As if anyone cares. Like, we have to get someone a February <laughs> well, birthday. See, my birthday is in January. So I'm like, six. You don't realize my birthday is in January. I played the Garnet Cager. And, and we couldn't find anybody. Yeah, mine's in March, February. so we only needed the one month, but we couldn't get exactly. anybody. We couldn't get anybody. We'll get there next season. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that then. But yeah, back to what Alan doesn't know, because yeah. that'll lead us into Please. new plans. Okay, so I think mostly what Alan doesn't know is I think there are extensive how much work we did that Alan doesn't realize. <laughs> mm-hmm. like what? Um, for for example, so in the final showdown between the Garnet Cager and the Bandage Man, they played Yu-Gi-Oh. Yep. Uh, right. I made decks for them. What the fuck? Why? It's not <laughs> Six in the made action. Hold on. Do you have this list? I, I I'm sure we have it somewhere. But like, Wait, I I was I'm going through the Yu-Gi-Oh wiki, pulling up cards, names of cards and stuff, and what they did, and coming up with themed versions of them for each character and building a deck. And I was like, I was messaging our friend Kyrie, like, hey, how many cards in her deck? What's the standard ratio of, like, creatures to trap cards? <laughs> like a nightmare person. You just didn't have to. You, ne- you never I, had to. I didn't, know, I didn't know what the script was going to be. I knew it was going to be around Yu-Gi-Oh! And I was trying to do my prep. Wow. And Six had that all in there and be like, yeah, so now we have to figure out how to play this. And I was just kind of silent for a while. And then I think Six said, wait, hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know how we do this. (laughs) I was like, 
you you immediately realize, oh god, I did so much work. Oh god, this is nothing. <laughs> Classic bottle crow. Classic six, Classic. honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, all right, dial it down. <laughs> <laughs> you make good work. It, what comes out of it is good, and you seem to be happy with what you've done, and that's what matters. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's. I feel like part of what, like, it's been a learning experience. And, like, there are parts of it I'm not totally happy with, right? Like, for sure. I haven't done, like, sound effects for scenes and stuff before in a podcast. And I don't think my work was great most of the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think the, the, the uh, garnet dome shattering sounded very good. <laughs> But that's kind of adds to the charm of it. I think there are parts in if it, we're just like being really navel gazing. That's what this episode is. Um, in the finale, where it's like, if I, I don't think I know what's going on from listening to this. So occasionally, it's just like, all right, these these audio clips are not cohering to me knowing what's going on unless I am really, really, really paying attention. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a really hard yeah. challenge. Yeah, you're not wrong, and it's it's a case where like again, I like listening back to the finale it's hard to the amount of stuff we were trying to convey in basically radio drama form it's like yeah how do i convey that a car has pulled up and has the ruby raider (laughs) and greg in it the so i put the note of uh footsteps scrunching on gravel and you had that for greg i was like yeah that was impressive very nice and then underrated comedic moment when she walks away, you just hear the Ruby Raider go like, okay, bye, and like heels, heels hitting the ground. <laughs> yeah. I had lots of footstep notes in this script. Yeah, You right. did. It was a real pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> Your MP3 file library must be fucked, but. It's, oh, yeah. it's kind of a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a soundboard of sorts. Yeah. Uh-oh. There is one more thing Alan doesn't know, Uh-oh. which I think I think leads us into our discussion of the future. If you have anything else, six before that, or Alan. Uh, I don't know what this is. So I mean, I mean, like I'm sure once you say it, I'll be like, oh, of course. Mm-hmm. But right You're, now, I'm not yeah, that's sure. the thing. It's been so long. It's a really fun finale. I think people should recommend it to their friends and listen to it. Um, listen to the whole season though, or else you'll have no idea what's going on. And also, I'm owed pizza still. Yeah. I thought yes. about I thought about trying to ambush you with pizza on this recording, and I was like, "You shouldn't order for pizza for people without telling them. That's bad." Yeah, <laughs> unless <laughs> Nick would, would do that, I would not. It would just immediately sit on my fridge. Like if you just gave me like a a couple hours in advance, I could be like, "Okay, I won't have dinner tonight," and then I would eat it. But regardless, that's all I got. That's just you eating. That's just you. Just eating. don't have fourth meal tonight. Oh, <laughs> I'm not subscribing to the Taco Bell subscription service or whatever. Fucking free taco. <laughs> Ugh, gross. We haven't even talked about that on the latest bottle code. I know. We'll, we'll get there. All right, okay. Nick, what did you what, have for us? So speaking of the finale, um, you'll notice <laughs> Editor 6 did break kayfabe. There's a section where Alan and the Bandage Man played Tekken for the fate of Alan. Aww. Right? Yeah. Sick. We did legitimately stream that. Me and Kyrie did commentary. It was my first time like watching Tekken. It was awesome. So Kyrie, you know, helped, and it it was awesome. I I got into it. Um, it was going to be a best of ten. Six messages me halfway through, like, yeah, no, this is best of five. This is taking. <laughs> is it... If maybe if Tekken Seven had reasonable fucking load times, it would have been a uh, yeah. first to ten. Yeah, but ha- Jesus. Half the, and half it was the so competitive. Was yeah, 
And yeah, yeah like if six, it was like, like 5-0, and oh, it would have been done really quickly, but it was basically 10 matches. Yeah. And there was a lot that were close in the favor of, of six. Mm-hmm. And so we lost that audio, and honestly, it's fine. I don't know how we would have put it in there. I bet six could have actually made it interesting or, you know, captured the highlights or something, because there was really exciting moments. But the thing is, Alan, we have a plan for every contingency. If you lost, there's a whole nother script. What? For what happened. No. Yeah. No, there isn't. You wrote the script so, after. So... You know, if if Alan lost, the Bandage Man was straight up going to absorb Alan, um, as opposed to when he lost and was trying to absorb Alan anyway, you know, cheating. Um, Six and I hadn't fully figured it out, but, and we'll talk about our plans to see, you know, if that would have worked. I, so I, the, the thing is the Bandage Man would have then run another game of some sort. Which mm-hmm. is a pain in the ass for six for either society game or crime scene, which we might watch and we'll talk about. Um, and I wanted to kick you off the podcast, Alan, because you what? were dead. Oh, who would replace me? I don't know. Yeah, we didn't. We I, we. <laughs> Yeah, you correctly like you are correct that we didn't fully figure things out. We figured out enough that mm-hmm. like we could we we could we had something to work on once the conclusion was, and that's I feel like perhaps if I may give myself credit. Yeah, that is the ultimate credit to me is that I knew that if I won, <laughs> I was creating a hell for myself, and I still fought as hard as I could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it. That's the thing about six and fighting games. I also, of course. Uh, like because early on like not not that early on honestly the 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 first of five idea came fairly late as i realized it should be tekken um and i was like oh shit i should like make a bandage man in tekken and i opened up tekken and i was like my mains i can't do this cosmetic with i'm going to have to learn a new tekken character (laughs) six practice for a while (laughs) for this yeah you that and and also like how would that I guess that that archive would be available somewhere, but all the whole gimmick of like the character kind of looked like what you the like what the bandage man would oh, play. Oh, that's right, yeah. And that's in video form on an audio podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad I won because I get to still be on the show. I know, and the thing is, you know, me and Six are willing to commit to the bits too far. You less so because you're less insane, but maybe, <laughs> you know, if if you didn't feel bad about it, I would love to have kicked you off the podcast if you actually lost just for the bit. I think it'd be just interesting. Just for the bit. I think it'd be interesting, yeah. 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 I mean, we would have, you know, you you had veto power, obviously. Yeah, but. right. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We could be lying. Maybe there was no second game. Who knows? I mean, I wouldn't lie about that. Yeah. I could also just, if people want, I could just release the audio of the commentary with nothing else. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I do have, I do have that power. Um, what are we golly. watching next time? That's that's part of what we're here to decide. So, uh, two roads, right? We could do society mm-hmm. game, or we could do crime scene season two. What do you two know about society game? Uh, it's like that Netflix show, The Circle. I don't know what The Circle is. 
It's a mock society game show in a controlled village environment. 22 contestants compete against each other by staying in the village for 14 days. If they can successfully complete challenges given to them and survive, the reward is $150,000. Uh, I don't recognize anybody Six in the cast. described uh, You should. To me, basically. Oh, wait, no, sorry. I was oh, thinking really? of Crime Scene. Crime Scene, you'd recognize people in the cast. No, no, no. there's no nobody we know in this cast. Hmm. At least in season one. I don't know if that changes. Because mm-hmm. hmm. there is two seasons of society. Mm-hmm. While in the house, the contestants are isolated from the outside world. Before the game begins, they're divided into two societies, green team and red team. The societies live in two different areas and are isolated from each other at all times except team challenge and eviction ceremony. The house is circular and divided into three zones. Wait, this is... Whoa! There's a neutral zone where team challenges and stuff are held. The living spaces are identical. Both have a leader's bedroom, storage, cooking area, jail, and bedroom. You're reading too much. You need to stop. Okay, okay, okay. I don't want (laughs) to... Yeah. We discover things on on the show. But yeah, it is basically like two teams versus each other while also sort of a big brother thing yeah it's it's run by the it's made by the guy who made the genius so it is there's a there's a continuity there and a design sensibility that runs through mm-hmm. meanwhile crime scene season two is crime scene again but with some changes to make it uh, a little more balanced yeah what was unbalanced about it before uh just like things like it was a little too, like, things that they changed. Gimmicky? It's a little, gi- I mean, it's still going to be pretty gimmicky, to be honest. But, like, a thing that they change is, like, one player every time is assigned the role of detective. And they're the only person who can do one-on-ones. So you don't have the scene of everyone doing a one-on-one back-to-back. And it's just kind of weird. <laughs> right. Um, that was wild. Do you know who's in season two of Crime Scene? I do, yes. Okay. Uh, there are some familiar faces. Yes, mm-hmm. especially if you're into K-pop. Oh, okay, you already know. I thought I thought I was I thought you were asking like looks or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah. So my thinking is, if we were to do crime scene, we could watch a bit of the episode beforehand. Watch basically just the setup, mm-hmm. and try and pick someone we think is the 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 killer, the criminal. And that mm-hmm. could be our sort of our way of doing a, a wager, as it were. And if we did society game, uh, Nick and I would pick a team, and every week it would. You've already won. The, you don't get to do this anymore, Alan. You don't have to compete anymore. <laughs> this is fine. I I just say that because there are only two teams that didn't know how to balance it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna wonder like it's much harder to do. You know, we didn't do fantasy anything for crime scene season one because mm-hmm. right? it's mm-hmm. it's very hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, honestly, you know, I think we need we need a bit of a break. <laughs> I want some level of Before the competition, start, but, but yeah, I also I really don't like want to do fantasy tracking ever again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was like there was that was the one bit where I never did any kayfabe. I never pre- I was never playing up how uh, exhausting and annoying it was. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> and that's why you spent a Gregnet to make me do it. <laughs> You're like, fuck this. I don't care if you do a good job. It means I don't have to. Yeah. It was it was rough. I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. It was a cool idea. I wonder but... should we finish so there's two seasons of Society Game. Mm-hmm. Should we finish out Crime Scene Season Two 
There's three seasons so there are, of Crime Scene. I had a lot of fun seasons, with Yeah, there are three one. seasons of Crime Scene. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I think, I think it would, to me, it would make the most sense to do Crime Scene Season 2. Yep, Society Game Society 1, game Crime one. Scene 3, Society Game 2. Right, and, and of course, like, folks, this is not a promise. We're doing this for fun. No one is paying us. We might, at any point, be like, okay, show's over. Yeah. I, I, I don't... Well, also, it, it was fun in the in the uh, previously on to hear what, after the genius... Either season two or season three, Alan's like, yeah, so this is the last thing. I don't know. Maybe we'll come back sometime, but I doubt we'll ever be interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, were. it's like, I, I just don't want to... I don't want anyone to feel like we're writing these checks, right? Yeah. I yeah. have not <laughs> abandoned projects, even when probably I should. So I don't think it's likely. <laughs> Bottle Corey <Corbin. laughs> <laughs> But I just, I don't, you know, if it turns out we're like, actually, we don't want to cover crime scene season three. Like, you know, we didn't tell you. We definitely would, is all. Yeah, people otherwise would really hold us accountable. I don't I mean, know, Nick. A shithead. It's literally called Bottle Crow Reborn. You could have stopped at the original Bottle Crow and not brought it back, but you found Nick in a hopeless place and made a better show, you know? Though also, yeah. Nick was already on the show when we were reborn. Fuck. He was reborn because the original uh, co host uh, fucked us over on the RSS feed and I had to create a new one. Basically. Like a Disappeared dickhead. under mysterious circumstances. <laughs> fucking asshole. Under a bridge. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you fucking play the X Files team. Turd boy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, here, but I, I mean, was so... Nicholas. It's my turn to talk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Get him. A, Get him. A wise man. Seize it. A wise man once told me, "Under promise and over deliver." We'll try to watch more Korean game shows. Whether we finish the ones that we're watching, I don't know. <laughs> don't. I'm not going to tell you we're going to watch all of it. I mean, six. And I almost had the idea. I, Alan was probably in on this. I forget. Of <laughs> six was considering. Hmm. Nick, you have three Gregnets. Yeah. You can try. I don't think I'll let you <laughs> switch us to watching crime scenes. Oh my god. <laughs> I did, yeah. As fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't try, but I, yeah. I wasn't sure if I would let you. Uh part mostly just out of sympathy <laughs> for the listeners because they would not be here for that. For us, fuck us, who cares? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and so it's and next time it is, it's not even Six's responsibility. The amethyst ambition is going to be, you know, the leader of the, the ruse. Fuck yeah, the whole conceit of the show. Yes, but only for one season, likely because if we go back and do a society game, that will be the Aquamarine something. Not that's not necessarily or one of the other March the, birds. The, not necessarily. Yeah, we'll we'll see well, what happens. We'll see what happens. Because I, I think we'll originally start with no lore bullshit because we're so tired of it, even when we come back. Maybe. You never know. You, you never, never know. know. You never know. Multiverse theory's a bitch. When are we going to yeah. have Urian from Street Fighter 3 on? Just to you say, die! Ah, ha, ha, ha. There. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks, wow, for, thank thanks you. for being on, Urian. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. Nice thong. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's been that's been the genius. That's been season five of the Garnet Wager, and that is kind of a, a clean break from this. Like, 
It took me a long time to get that finale out. That wasn't entirely justified. I do get this thing when I have a really big edit where the dread of how hard the edit is going to be causes me not to do the oh, editing. Yeah. To not do it. Yeah, that's life. For that's sure. any big project. Um, but also, it, it was still the the most complicated edit I've done in my entire life and probably will remain such for quite some time. Mm. Um, and I'm not eager to to uh, to do something like that again. <laughs> it was cool. It was too much work. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, speaking like we mentioned like writing tv and stuff imagine if we actually put this much effort into an actual fiction podcast or fiction project Mm -hmm. like i don't know it makes me want to actually do that sometime i mean it could be cool let's write a comic i mean the problem the problem with with nicholas jwc's is that it's impossible for him to do anything without making it a joke and so I couldn't do a fiction podcast with you because I'd be like, okay, that was fun, but I'm ready to stop telling jokes. And Nick would be like, I am not. I'm going to dunk Earth. So that is a complicating factor on that idea. Jaina! You know, we got a remarkably low amount of Jaina and Kobe Zibif this season because there's so much other bullshit. Yeah, do. bring those fuckers back. Well, exactly. they they Maybe set we'll do, the, you know in in between. They set the stage for the lore. If you're really paying if you're really paying attention, Nick, when we took an episode off to play uh, the fucking Goldfinger two, uh, they went to the moon, which is what happened in the main show. So it's like Invitation to Love and Twin Peaks or something. It's a show within a show that explains the main show. Well, we went to Mars, not the moon. We went to a, Same, we went to, yeah know. we went to a planet. I mean, and it, is genu- it is genuinely true that the Goldfinger thus inspired <laughs> Nick. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It all loops back around, baby. And now I'm going to hit the power button on my computer and delete this recording. So all we right. Start- well, <laughs> I guess you don't get to plug anything. Nick, what about you? Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash uranium heart, where I'm playing Drakengard with six very occasionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hope you know what. There, there you go. We could probably do tomorrow morning. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Uh, Alan, I guess I'll give you a second shot. What about you? I'm on another podcast with six. That's also a very low edit, fun time called the the Hunter's Quorum, which can be found wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, we, you should. We, you, we should still say the Jodo Quorum because if they search for the Hunter's Quorum, they're not gonna find a podcast. <laughs> True. This is a Jota Quorum. We 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 reviewed and discussed every single Pokemon that's out there, and now we're reviewing every Monster Hunter monster that's out there, uh, and it's very funny and good. I'm also on a TV podcast that's sort of my baby pod. It's Chats colon a television podcast that's C H A T C colon colon colon. Um, and uh, colon. it's a TV discussion podcast. We've had a lot of guests on as we wind our way through the the hell that is season two of Twin Peaks. We're gonna have six on very soon, mm-hmm. and um. Ooh. It's a lot of fun. And we're going to watch uh, Twin Peaks The Return very in, in the relatively near future, which is one of my favorite seasons of anything. So, check out Chats. Damn. That's what I got. It's exciting. Good stuff. Excellent. Booty! Uh, if you want to find me, Booty. I'm on Twitter at Sixdetmar, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. You can find my work on ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. If you wanted to, you know... Pay for some of the shit I'm giving you. <laughs> you worm. <laughs> if you want to pay for shit, 
Uh, that's the other. <sighs> that's the uh, that's the other reference that no one gets, which is when I call <laughs> when the when the bandage man <laughs> called Jen a shitty little weasel. Shitty it's little because weasel. of one time I very much lost my temper with Nick. <laughs> And and Nick on Nick Bottle Crow. On Bottle Crow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Six is favorite now. Uh, and then I developed one uh, <laughs> Suck on My Bilge Water. Ew. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. Exactly. I, I feel like. I know, but it doesn't roll off the tongue need, to say Suck on Bilge Water. You need water. to get rid of the my. It makes it sexual. It just rolls off the tongue, though. It, it you know what else off rolls the off the tongue? <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Peace out. For the last time, by the way, because we're retiring Bakamitai. <clears throat> Bakamitai. Kodomo nanane. This is hell, I can't do this. Yume o otete kisu suite. わらえないえがおみせさあいれだかんねつろこにいわないうちにべてほんまにぶきよなのにあ、ジェニュアリーだのはいつのにいるちかとはいつのにいるちかとはいつのにいるちかとはいつのにいるちかとはいつのにいる